the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, happy Tuesday to you. It is already the 23rd of January, 2024. My name is George. This show happens for the moment to be named after me. It is the George Show on 710KNUS. I'll be with you with Billy for four hours until the 10 o'clock hour. We'll be replaced by a guy named Charlie Kirk. And then it gets all national until we rejoin you again at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Billy, of course, popping smoke after this particular broadcast and fleeing to the confines of, I don't know if his bed or whatever. I don't know if he sleeps. Whatever in bar is open. I don't know. Whatever bar is yeah, open. We'll I out. imagine you'll be running into Sherry Pipe there. That <laughs> yes. will be helpful. Maybe <laughs> yes. you guys could do a joint interview. It's, it's like a show week. reunion. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. They've got a whole table and everything. <laughs> it's uh, Who's on it, though? Who's on the table? Well, it depends uh, on the day. Yeah, Tuesday. Calhoun is there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Patty, too. Yes. Patty, if you're listening in the podcast, we don't really think you're at a bar at this hour. No. We we think you're at a bar Not at the again. hour you're listening to the show. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's supposed to be mostly sunny, a high of 50 degrees. Again, everything sort of changed between yesterday and today because as the fog lifts, the uh, weather prognosticators think they know what's going on. So here's the good news. High of 50 degrees today. 47, 48, Wednesday, Thursday. After that, who knows? But the little pictogram shows 41 degrees and morning snow on Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, great balls of fire in the sky, 47, 50, and 55. So if you were planning on doing something outside as the climate continues to change, seems like a pretty good week to do it. Big Daddy made the decision through the show yesterday to run for about three miles. Now, remember, I had been training for the Marine Corps Marathon and yeah, for reasons yeah. tied really just to some family health issues that were unexpected. Um, I couldn't go and do it. So you would think, well, you've only been off since October. Yeah. How bad can it be? Yeah, it can't be that bad. The answer is bad. Oh, it's no. Bad. <laughs> no. It turns out it's hard to get in shape when you're in your 50s. It's much easier to fall out of shape yes. when you're in your 50s. That's, that's yeah, the real so. problem is, is I've got this major complaint that uh, getting fat is fun. Uh, all, all the good foods, all the really fun yes. stuff to do, that's right. getting us fat. It, it is not fun to do the stuff that keeps us in shape. There's, it sucks, and that's the problem. If, if they could make exercise as much fun as consuming an entire sheet cake, now, now you got me, but no. I don't, buddy. I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember the '80s with the whole knee-high sweater things oh, yeah. or whatever they were that women wore? And the, oh yeah, that, that was like Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, Let's leg warmers. Yeah. Oh, this is leg warmers. It's, it's is so that what funny? They were yeah, they were called leg warmers. It's, not it's, not knee-high sweater. No, things. they weren't. Okay. No, it's it's weird that you say that because <laughs> oddly enough, for the other gig that I've got, I have been going down um, a rabbit hole of obscure '80s pop and new wave in order to broaden my uh, musical library that I work from. There are some uh, there are some holes as far as uh, some bands and some things. So uh, I have spent the last couple of days um, just reveling 
in forgotten 80s pop. And there are some that are just, you're like, oh, I forgot yeah, this song. It's B- so good. Billy, to put, just to put it all in perspective, yeah. February 8th will mark 42 years since that video was released. Oh, geez. Buddy, 42 years? Are you kidding? That's like us watching it in 19, being in 1982 (laughs) and looking at something from 1940. That is ridiculous. What the? I am old. I don't see myself as old. I still have a young man's eyes. Yeah. But no wonder the kids out there are like, hey, Gramps. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I get that too. What's going on? Yeah, I get that too all the time. Uh, Listen, I've had some help here. A friend clearly knows I'm into the history thing, and I try to dump on that a little bit every day. So he just went ahead and sent me a whole bunch of things. I'm going to presume they're from today, Aaron. If they're not, then don't ever do it again. But um, to (laughs) this day in 1789, Georgetown College, now Georgetown University, was established in D.C. That makes it old, and also because they only put Amanda on the wait list. Irrelevant. Yes, yes. Exactly. So we'll move on. Twenty uh, fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution was ratified. Any guesses oh. to which that one was? Oh no, I have no idea on that one. Not even close. Not even guess. Nineteen sixty four. It prohibits the federal and state governments from imposing poll taxes. Oh wow! Before, so no Polish people can be taxed yes, no, here no, in the United States. <laughs> I wish I was Polish just yeah, for me that. Too. No, it's a no poll taxes before you can participate That's in a federal election. Now, what the hell was going on in 1964 that that would be an issue? Jake, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Hello, Deep South. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you can vote, yeah. sir. Absolutely. If you can just come up with this amount of money. Yeah, this amount of money first. That's okay. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. 2005, Johnny Carson. You don't really need to say more than that. Uh, yeah. Passed away at age 79. That was, and again, that was almost a golden era of those late night talk shows. It They're sure not the was. same it anymore. Sure now, again, um, people say, "Oh, they're getting too political." There was politics inside of Johnny Carson. There was. Now, was he on the monologue as political as the guys are today? No, because he would have, and we had this conversation yesterday. People like Don Rickles, they were they were they were the guys that, that delivered the punch. So rather than Johnny, and he did oh, yeah. throw some punches sometimes, but the yeah. really hard ones came from the guests that was kind of the idea and we've changed that now to where the host and their politics are way out up, up front the other thing that i miss with the uh new um uh new late night talk shows is you don't have those funny sketch comedy bits and, and i wonder why they don't because that was something that was really good with johnny and you have got a couple of guys at late night in kimmel and fallon that have some roots in doing some of that sketch comedy. Fallon with SNL, he easily could go into that. Now he has some stuff that he does sometimes. But I'm, I'm wondering why they haven't gone towards some of the sketch comedy things that he could do so well. And Kimmel's been a writer on a number of things, and he easily as well could you know, do that kind of a sketch comedy thing. I'm just, it's, just a, it's just something that I don't understand why that has been determined to not be... Yeah, it sort of changed a bit with uh, with David Letterman, who yeah, I grew up watching, man, from the early '80s on, and it ruined a part of my childhood because, of course, I had the television set <laughs> in my room, yeah. and I would force myself to. This is probably where my poor sleeping originated. Force myself to stay awake to yeah. try to watch David Letterman, at least the opening stuff. But he took it a different direction. It was all That's stunts. Good point. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Like uh, dropping stuff off a building and yep. uh, stupid human tricks, stupid pet tricks. I yeah. mean, it was all that stuff. Yeah, and we don't even have that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, they do some nope. of the thing, go outside and ask people stupid questions type things. But, yeah, 
It's, you know, I do enjoy some of the games that they play on when Fallon has those, when they have the uh, celebrities on and you play silly games. I enjoy those. I think that's silly because it, it breaks the celebrities out of the mold of where you normally see them. So I appreciate that. But the rest of it, I'm kind of, I don't know. There sounds like, are you guys even trying? Are even, haven't, uh, wa- haven't watched late night TV in years with yeah. the exception of, um, what's his name on Fox? Gutfeld. And oh, I okay. say that only because our friend Arash... Uh, is the senior executive producer out yeah. there. And when Graham and Jeff and I were out in New York, God, it could have been a year ago, maybe a little bit more than that, um, he hooked us up with tickets. I think I told that story on air where it turns out that maybe Gutfeld isn't 13-year-old appropriate. So uh, yes. um, that's funny. Jeffy got it all. Graham was like, what? Why is he I, yeah. saying that about that? I'm like, yep, yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, what uh, does he mean? What, what does this word mean? Yeah, like, why is that funny? I'm like, yeah. well, because yeah. I'll talk oh, it. Yeah. But Gutfeld apparently has been crushing the other late night hosts on a regular basis. I don't know if it's every day, but, man, he's really uh, he's really look, crushing it. Yeah, that, I haven't seen ratings. I, I only watched that one time. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Now, speaking of tickets, you know, we talked we talked off Sarah about this, but. Oh, um, you did. Yeah, I'm 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 going to Billy Joel. I know you I know. are. Yes. And you scored some sweet seats too, yeah. which are awesome. Yeah, it's uh and again, not not due to me, it was due to my son or anything else that I did. It was my son. Uh he had uh, gotten a little bit of a, a spiff through work and had gotten some extra money. And so he decided he's like, I really want to do this. And and we had talked about it and he kept and I kept asking, Well, how close do you want to be? You know, what type of memory? Because this, you know, we don't know how long he's gonna tour, everything else. He's one of your favorite artists, you've never seen him live. You know, what, what do you want to do? And he's and he started, you know, further back at Coors Field. And he's like, no, 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 I want to be closer. Because he started way back in the top section. He's like, no, yeah. no, I don't want to be there. Because I showed him some pictures. He's like, no, that's not. And so got a little closer, and we were looking at some pictures. Because you could do sight views on certain maps. Yes, that's right. And, and so he's like, that's nice, but no, no, no. And then we get closer, and, and we get closer. And finally, he's like, I want to be close, Dad. I want to. And I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? And he goes, I'm willing to spend this. And I'm like, oh, oh goodness! All righty then. This is a, we're in a different zip code than what I thought we were in. And so, uh, yeah, he plopped down some cash. So we are going to end up being in the sixth row. So, yeah. buddy, that I'm just. Yeah. You had said though that your son found the money just sitting out in the open in someone's purse. <laughs> yeah, work, exactly. That's thought, what it was. That's he just, the yeah. luck. He was like, the wow, look that. at this. He goes, obviously, this is for me. Um, that's how do you? <laughs> I can't believe someone <laughs> yeah. would just leave it inside just, this purse yeah, like, like this. Like this for me, obviously. It's yeah. I it's, barely had to jiggle the lock to <laughs> get that thing open. This is crazy. This is my, my good no. fortune. It is. Yeah. And the nice part was that it, again, um, the deal that we got on the tickets there were significantly less than others in that range. And that was How did one you do that? Did it. I just found them online. And you just kind of scrolling through some. And so, again, I'm an idiot. So smart. Well, I'm an idiot. What I did is, I, okay, this is what I did. I got a piece of paper out, and I put down where the stage is, and then we went through different um, ticket sites. And I would have a uh, letter next to each one of them based on the ticket site. And then based on what section they were in, I had a list of what row and what the price was. And this one set just popped out. And so granted, we're going to be, it's, it's not direct center. We're going to be on the left-hand side um, and a little bit on the left-hand side of the aisle. And that's fine. 
Uh, because, and one of the reasons we chose the left-hand side of the stage rather than right-hand side of the stage, is Billy Joel traditionally sets up his p- piano so that he faces the left-hand side of the stage. That's traditionally what? how. Yeah, it's traditionally how the how the how the piano set up when he plays. Did not know that. Well, again, oh, I wish this I is that. the stupid stuff that goes through my head. Yeah, but you billied it. You I know, billied that's the what entire process. That's what I did. It, so I wish I had known that, but our, yeah. we're limited by the fact yeah, that yeah, we we yeah. need the ADA. Uh, accessible seats, yeah. which I'm completely comfortable with. But, oh, yeah. man, you'd be surprised at how few seats are available for oh, the yeah. ADA folks. And, so I was just happy to get any of them. Yeah, they've, I mean, they have – it's a decent sight lines there. But there are times I'm just like, ah, I, I just – I think it's an afterthought. And there are times in which I really think that there should be some ADA seating within those first three rows. I really do because – I've, I've become – I really, I've just, really need Just become so sensitive to the whole ADA yeah. thing over the – the last however yeah. many years, I, I can't tell you how much it pisses me off that there are businesses out there that are like, oh, yeah. mm, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, but, oh, well, man. we don't have to. It's like it's not a matter of have to. <laughs> yeah. it's, there's a little, and, and the thing for me is, and I, I hate to, I hate to, you know, unveil the the religious type of things, but there's part of me inside of my my, my Christian heart that's kind of like, but aren't you? Shouldn't you try to help these people that have these? You know, and understand some of the. Um, money that would be involved in it but some things yep. are very very small as far and again carving off carving up one or two seats uh inside of those first few rows at concerts for ada that, that that's not necessarily a huge economic change yeah as far and, as and all, here's the other thing with the yeah, ADA thing just, uh, the largest portion of our population is aging quite rapidly yes. and that greatest generation here as it gives way to the next the baby boomers you know, those folks are all going to lose mobility over yeah. time, and it just seems like a smart business move for them to go. But, I, I mean, I can tell you just Trey has a eye on these things. I told Trey, I said, man, if I had the wherewithal and the funds, I'd come up with some sort of an app yeah. where you could just – kind of like a Yelp or something, yep, but for businesses where, yeah. Yeah, where if you need accessibility, man, you can click on yep. something and get the lowdown on a place. And, you know, that businesses can make whatever choices they want, but they just choose not to frequent that thing. Like I'm telling you, I'll never, ever set foot inside that Sim Steakhouse ever again. Yeah. I won't either. After that story, I'm not going they, there. No way. They could offer me free food. I found yeah. the receipt the other day from Dad's 80th. Yeah. We're talking thousands of dollars yeah. we spent on that place so that my son could sit upstairs away from everyone. It was me and the, yeah, and the, the, boy. the fam yeah. up there. Just, oh. um, and I just thought. You, and and just the and I, I get it. It's not her fault. It's not her business. No. But the greeter who's just like, well, 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 you know, we're grandfathered in. And I'm like, I don't give a crap. Yeah. I mean, what? Oh, okay. In that case, we're yeah. not stuck up here yeah. while you're down there. I, yeah. you, good point. Great yeah. point. We the, should feel happy. Yeah. The thing for me here. is is that it, and especially at that level of a, a restaurant and the service, um, I was I was taught. You know, I, I worked at a country club, and the uh, the guy, the owner, the general manager, came over and said. The number one answer that you are going to have here while you work with us is yes. And if you don't know the answer, you say, let me go find out for you. He said, you will. He goes, we expect you to go above and beyond for everything for the oh, members that, that are right here. He goes, that's it. He goes, that, that's our brand. And he said, if you can't do that, he goes, that's fine. You can, he goes, no harm. You can, you can leave. But he goes, that's what we're expecting. He said, when you put on this uniform and you walk onto the floor – you are expected to deliver the best possible service you can. He goes, we don't half asset here. And he goes, that, he goes, we work hard. He goes, you'll have fun. He goes, we'll pay you well. He goes, you'll get tipped well if you work hard. He said, but he goes, we're not effing around. He goes, when you get on that floor, he goes, you will provide the best possible service. And that was great. 
It was wonderful. That's Every yeah. once in a while, you will be sexually harassed, and you'll <laughs> want to file a lawsuit, yeah. and you should, yeah, because our answer is yes, we the did. Is, the thing is, you, did. you had so many, so many really fun members. There were some that were real, you know, asshats, but we had one older woman, and uh, you know, she she she's at the point in the in her life in which she's shrinking, and you know, she's getting smaller, and she kind of comes in and she shuffles in, and she and her friends played bridge, and it's middle of the afternoon, and I think it was like a Thursday, so it's not really a busy time. And the fun part is she has a developmentally disabled son. And the son, we'd set him up. If one of the dining rooms wasn't that full, we'd set him up near the TV. We'd let him choose whatever TV show he'd want. Uh, but part of while they were playing bridge is, you know, you'd come over, you hang out with him, you spend some time with him, and, and he comes in and sees mom sometimes. Uh, really nice guy. Uh, but the best thing about it is she's little and she's tiny and she's a chain smoker and she has the whiskey voice. So she oh. comes in and she's like, hey, hey, kid. How you like Marge's sisters. Oh, yes. Even worse. I mean, you thought, yeah, Selma. But no, I mean, this is worse. And very nice woman. And when she would leave, the ashtrays were packed as high as they possibly could uh, with physics, with all of the cigarette butts. Um, but we put her in one of the smoking rooms. She and her friends would chain smoke, you know, for a, oh, a couple hours. Boy. And yeah, but and she tipped really, really well if you took care of her. If you came in, and you, but you did, weren't supposed to dump the ashtrays. I don't know why, but you weren't doing that. But if you came in and made sure that... Oh, ashtrays, buddy. When's the last time you saw those? Tell me about it. Yeah. When's the last uh, time you've seen the ashtray in the car? That's a weird I mean, that was, that was an entire art project in school. Yes. You know, with the clay. Yeah, it was like the first, <laughs> you know? it was like the first Mother's Day Make an ashtray for Grandpa. <laughs> yes, or Mom or Dad. It didn't matter if they cooked or not. It was either ashtray or potholder. Because they're basically the same thing. It's just a matter of how big the edges are on the outside. That's all it is. <laughs> That's right. It's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah, times have changed now. Oh, yeah, now, yeah. I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, one one good note on this day in history, yeah. Madeline Albright here uh, oh. 27 years ago to the day who was sworn in as the first sec- uh, woman Secretary of State. Oh, wow. That, of course, was under Bill Clinton. But yeah. here's uh, this must be a day of death because in addition to Johnny Carson, it says here that uh, Larry King, oh. talk show host, legend, Passed away at twenty twenty in twenty twenty one at age eighty seven in two thousand eleven. Jack Lalane oh, passed yeah. away at ninety six. Right. Remember yeah. Jack Lalane in oh, that yeah. weird nineteen sixty fifties suit thing? That, yeah, the one was, the zip up onesie thing. Yeah, zip. Yeah, yeah it was like a onesie yes. sand belt kind of thing. Yeah. But he was big. Yeah. He was big, and he's doing one arm push ups and stuff like that. Oh, I remember that. Nineteen forty two in a place called Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Guy named. Cassius Clay, later Muhammad Ali, was born. Oh, they wow. have a uh, they have a heck of a museum out there. Do they? To Muhammad Ali out in Louisville. Yeah, if you get a oh, chance. Wow. Between that and the tour of the Louisville Slugger place where they make yeah. the bats, and that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But the, they're both, you got to hit those things if you get to now, Louisville. Did you hear, they heard the reason why Muhammad Ali eventually became so flamboyant and the talker and the dancing in the ring. Do you know the story behind that? It all goes back to no. professional wrestling in Las Vegas. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a time in which he's got a professional fight, and he's fighting in Las Vegas. And across town is the professional wrestler Gorgeous George. And George outdraws Ali. And he wants to know what in the hell is going on in that building with the fake fight that my real fight doesn't pull as many people. And they said, well, dude, it's Gorgeous George. And he goes, what? <laughs> I and so, used that line. Yeah, he went, he went, and he looked, and he figured out what George was doing. And that's what he's doing. He, Muhammad Ali's shtick about float like a butterfly, sing like a bee, that's all a ripoff of Gorgeous George. And he does really? it perfectly. He made it his own, and he absorbs it, and it becomes his persona. But he's not that person until Gorgeous George beats him 
at the box office in Vegas, and he wants to know why the fake guy can outdraw the real guy, and he gets it. And then he becomes the person, and then he becomes you know, a world champ and becomes unbelievable. But it's all because of professional wrestling. Yeah. Wow. That's why. I know. Again, can't do a long division, but that's the stupid stuff that I know. So, no, it's good yeah. stuff. Uh, I, I suppose under the caption, more good stuff. Also on this day, yeah. 1973, that's just 51 years ago, Richard Nixon announces the end of the Vietnam War. Um, that's a big one, man, for still folks out there today. And, of course, the one that everyone's going to talk about around the water cooler today. In 971, War Elephant Corps of the Southern Han defeated by Shao by crossbow uh, fire from the Song Dynasty troops, forcing the Southern Han state to submit to the Song Dynasty. First regular war elephant corps in the Chinese army. If you were looking for another example of how the Chinese have taken over the Internet, there it is. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of the elephant corps. Again, that's, again with, I would love to, you know, you and I, I'd love to hang out to a couple of beers at the bar and talk about the military strategy of the idea of going, I got an idea, guys. Elephants. And Elephants. what does that do? What does that do for your offensive capabilities? How do you, you know, how do you do the strategy? What do you plan that way? How do you roll out an attack when the idea that you have this elephant core? And then secondly, how do you defend? What do you do? I just got to believe that at some point the pace becomes yeah. a little problematic. Like I know elephants yeah. can run and stampede and stuff, but not all day, yeah. right? Like they're not horses. Yeah. So at some point, are you just like nodding off up in the saddle up there? Like you're behind a couple of ears snuggled yeah. in. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Wake other, me when there's an yeah. arrow. The other you know? part, the other part is, you know, I would think that, you know, with the elephant corpus say, um, you have two options. It would be one, uh, dig a pit. You know, the idea of that moat or large thing, because that you know, getting down and up again, that's going to be harder for them. So you can actually create some sort of barrier there, or you know, big, tall, pointy, spiky things pointing towards them. You know, if you get large, like pole, like lodgepole pines, and you put them down, and you know, they're they're sharp, pointing that direction, might be the two ways to slow them down. But other than that, you know, the regular rank and file men, it doesn't matter how slow those you know elephants are coming, they're coming. I mean, in many ways. It's almost the first iteration of tanks, per se, because that's the idea. That's kind of what they're trying to do with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, the, with the exception of not having a long range. You know, they're just having, you know, it's just that heavier heavier machinery moving in type of a thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the tanks have great range either. Not very fuel efficient. This one's no, for you, Music Man. Uh -oh. 1986, the inaugural class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, crap. I don't know Name that one. At least two of oh, the inductees. I don't think I can. Not not this morning. I'm going to go through it then. If you, and let me yeah, know if you've ever I'd, heard of I'd these look people. At this. I'd, it's a god inaugural class. I'd have to. L let me know if you've ever heard oh, of them. Oh man, Chuck Berry. Oh yeah, <laughs> James Brown, yeah. Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, yeah. Fats Domino, Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, guy named Elvis, Little Richard, Robert Johnson escapes me. Do you know that oh, one? No, I don't. Sounds like uh, a blues Jimmy name. Rogers. Yeah. Jimmy Anson, some of these I don't know. Alan Freed, of course. Yeah. John Hammond, don't know. I don't know those three. Robert Johnson, Jimmy Rogers, John Hammond, and then, of course, uh, Sam Phillips. Uh, that was all in 1986, Billy, when yeah. we were prenatal. Hammond, Hammond, I think, is the, org is the organ guy, but I'm not sure. No. I don't know. But any yeah, he plays John, with his organ, yeah. he gets into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you got guess. hats off to him. Yeah. And then in 2018, uh, China-loving LeBron James becomes the seventh and youngest player at 33 years and 24 days to reach the 30,000 NBA point milestone. Jeez. They lost that game to San Antonio, but nonetheless, still kind <laughs> yeah. of a yeah. kind of a thing. Okay.
have you, uh, something have you else. Seen, have you seen uh, yeah. our, our, our very own Nikola Jokic, like, breaking ankles lately? And just killing people on highlights. No, oh. I, I get the I clips. Wish, I, know, I get, I get the, the clips in I, my feed. I can't watch it, and it pisses me off. But I can't. Yeah, see it's it, it's bothersome that this thing can't get worked out. But so I see the clips in my feed, and everything is just ridiculous. We played oh, I think yeah. one clip from, where, and maybe you were out that day, but where he hit this ridiculous. It would have been a four pointer if they yeah. had a four point line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he just swivels, throws this thing up at yeah. the end. And I, I don't understand what we're watching oh, other yeah. than, wow. Yeah. There was one where uh, they're playing the 76ers, and he gets the ball and collects on the low post, and he's being defended, and Embiid comes across the lane to double down on him. And as he collected the ball, um, Jokic had, had checked to see what the lane looks like. So as soon as Embiid comes out, he it comes across the lane. He takes his big, long arm, stretches it out, and makes a bounce pass to Anthony Gordon, who's now sitting on the opposite low block for a layup. I mean, it's just like, you're just like, Embiid is coming to By the way, I think we lost that game. I think we may have lost that game. But still, Embiid is doing what he's supposed to. And Jokic still is like, nope, doesn't matter. Did did you see what Embiid did? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, I know. What? Put up 70 on San Antonio. (laughs) Ouch. And that's interesting on San Antonio, too. Oh well, because you have Wamba. Yes, and I, I think that name, yeah, Wambayama, and I think I think that that's part of the reason people want to put a lot of points on them because they want to go, okay, Rook, you know, welcome, welcome to the club here. Let's let's see how this goes. It's yeah. There was another one with Jokic that I saw a highlight, and what it was is the person was highlighting saying that um, this is why Jokic is different than everybody else that's playing in the NBA right now, and you know what it was? It was defensive highlights. Hygiene. And, and no, defensive highlights. And what they showed is they said, and the, and the person making the comment was, show me another big man who has footwork like this. And the idea being, not, he's not just protecting down low. They had shots of him up at the top of the key, out at the three-point line, mm. switching off to where he's out on the elbow. And the pass goes up to the top of the key. The guy's at the yeah, three-point yeah. line. And Jokic busts his rear end to get over there. By the time a pass arrives, he's there too, shuffling his feet and prevents the guy from driving, and the guy has to pass again. What big man in this league has the ability and the desire to work that hard on the perimeter? And that's what this guy was doing. He's like, watch this over and over again. He's like, he is working like he is a small forward out there on the yeah. perimeter. And he said nobody else that is that size in the league he, works like that. The thing is, is he's just, we mentioned this before, yeah. he's got that Larry Bird lack of yes. grace seeming yeah. thing going on. I don't know what it is, but it's all so perfect. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know how to describe it. Someone, by the way, texted in Aaron Gordon. Thank you so Anthony much. Anthony Gordon. Thank but, you, I appreciate But hey, that. man, I, do I, mean, that. I did the same I, thing okay, yesterday. Here, okay, I got I to explain that why, the Gordon thing. I say Anthony Gordon every time I'm talking about Aaron Gordon because Anthony Gordon is the starting left winger for my Newcastle Magpies. That's the name that's in my head. And routinely, I will always call him Anthony Gordon. And I apologize, Aaron. You're an amazing player, and you're fantastic for the team. And, yeah, I'm an idiot because I forget that all the time because there's so many other stop, words going on in my roughhousing with the dog. I know. That's, that's the problem. But that's the reason why another, Anthony Gordon. Another, yeah. Yeah. another texture. One of my six sons was born today. North no Metro Fire Liam from two thousand. Happy, oh, happy birthday, Liam! Liam. Oh, I'm happy so birthday! For you. And, and texture. Did you guys figure right. out why you keep having kids? Because six is a lot. There's yeah. a there's an they, effort they, there. Yeah. They, they or maybe figured, it's just recklessness. Yeah. Now they know they know how that happens. I mean, they've they've done some research and they know how the kids happen. And I'm just saying that if you're curious, 
Uh, there are some, you know, videos I could send you and some ideas. And, yeah, it's oddly enough, it's my uh, daughter's 18th birthday tomorrow. So, Liam, you, you have picked a wonderful time of the year to be born. So, yeah, I'm going to have another adult in the house as of tomorrow. What? <sighs> yeah, pray for me. How many do you have left that are not adults? Um, that'll be, well, including myself, that'll be two in the house. <laughs> How many? <laughs> It'll be my youngest and me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you'll be battling. You're frozen oh, in time, yeah. though. He can actually yeah. continue to age. Exactly. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, and it's and again, it's, <laughs> dude, dude, the textures. Yeah, pull tax is one of my favorite porn flips. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That is great. That is awful. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's so many things a, a we could do of... with that that would get us thrown off the air right now. <laughs> well, so there, many there's things. a lot of other things going on. I wanted yeah. to get your thoughts on this, though, because oh, normally yeah. we just do the banter and then jump into the good stuff. But we have guests every yeah, hour. Good guests. Yeah. I mean, great oh, stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah. But, uh, Not our regular Supreme Court came. Yeah. Yeah, Supreme <laughs> Court came down five to four yesterday with two purported conservatives. Yeah. And maybe they are. I don't know. Um, siding with the libs in allowing Border Patrol, the United States Border Patrol, to cut razor wire that the state of Texas had installed along that U.S.-Mexico border. There's still a lawsuit that's going. I don't think this ends that whole thing, but it just says, yeah, until we decide otherwise, really the the Border Patrol can continue to free that wire. And then, of course, you have um, the state of Texas saying, I'm not sure we want to do that. I don't yeah, know how yeah. else to describe it. That's it. <laughs> but it seems like Texas is unhappy with that outcome. Yeah, they are. And, and, and the only real problem is, unfortunately, you know, regardless of whether or not you agree or disagree, the, the core of it is who gets to make the rules about the national borders. And in this, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the national government. It's the feds that get to make that ruling about the southern border as far as how it's going to be enforced and what they're going to do. I understand the idea that Texas has some control over their border, but they are not their own sovereign to, you know, per se. Uh, there's different rules and regulations. So, again, I, I, I don't understand why we continue to have this fight, but I, I personally believe that neither political party really want to solve the issue. Uh, they prefer. Oh my God! I hope so, man. No, not I at hope all. They no, do. not at all. Because they both like to use it as a cudgel uh, to beat each other about the head and shoulders. And here's and, and here's an example that that I will give you um, with illegal immigration. There is, with the right messaging, there is a path for either the Democrats or the Republicans to use the illegal immigration and to capture. All of those disaffected voters and those unaffiliated that you need on the lower income spectrum if you make the right message and claim. What's but the message? neither side do. The the core problem that okay, and understand the idea of ah, be afraid of the people coming across the border, be afraid of the invasion, be afraid of this and the and and, and I feel that Trump's focus on my God, they're sending their criminals and the mentally ill. And I believe that's the wrong message because people that encounter, the vast majority of the people that encounter refugees or illegals here don't have that experience of them being hardened criminals. Are there criminals here? Are there ones doing crime? Yes. But the vast majority of the crime is being done by Americans just based on statistics. But that's okay. Um, on the other side, um, the lackadaisical effort to trying to figure out why these people are coming over and finding a, a great way to 
adjudicate whether or not they actually deserve asylum and what we're going to do, that's a failure on the Biden side of things. The messaging that works in the middle is an economic message, is that you talk to the people um, that are in the middle-income classes and below and say, one of the major reasons right now that your wages are not rising, one of the major reasons that you're having problems putting food on the table, paying for what you want for your kids, getting them to college, is because of illegal immigration and artificial wage suppression. That if you did not have this competition, then your wages, your buying power, what you have access to, your chase of the American dream is better. We don't want to shut these illegal immigrants out of the American dream, but if they want to come through, they have to come through the right way. And if we want to adjudicate asylum claims, we need to do that. We need to focus on that. But the issue, if you want to win this thing, it's an economic message to the middle class and below that that's one of the reasons, if not the major reason, that you are financially stuck where you are right now. That's why your wages are not rising at the same level they are in other areas, because you're competing with this workforce that artificially suppresses them. And we need to have this process to figure that out. You do that. You are going to see, and this is the thing, if, if the Republicans would use that message, I will be willing to put $5,000 on the table that they would see the largest segment of the minority vote across the board they will have ever seen in any national election. That huh. is a message that will resonate with the minority voters, but they don't choose to do it. It's an othering message, and I think that's wrong. So I, but I don't think people are going to do it. And again, I, I'm an idiot, so I could completely and totally be wrong, and somebody take my $5,000, but... That's if you I'll want take to, your five thousand yeah, bucks. Buddy. If you want to, if you want no to, to 5, yeah, but if you want to take that minority vote, if you want that message, that's it. That's the message that will resonate. Stop this other, in, in, stop this invasion. That's the, not the part work. that that gets me, and I I yeah. understand and appreciate that. I do. The part that gets me is that time and again, the Supreme Court here, and this five to four vote is yeah. going to make people crazy, pissed off at John Roberts, who ever since and, and the Obamacare tax thing. Yeah, that people have lost their minds over him. Yeah. Like and this guy is somehow a total sellout, yeah. and it's just well, garbage. What I about mean, Barrett? These, these... Barrett's Barrett's the Trump. Well, that's what no, I was going to yeah. say. Comey Barrett yeah. now has joined him. Yep. What do you say about her? Yeah, he, she's one of Trump's. Yep, exactly. Um, what gets me about it is the Supreme Court continues to defend the federal government's. Um, I don't know what the right word is. Sole jurisdiction yeah. over yeah. the border. No matter what. And it's as if to say that the executive branch can decide how, whether, when, or if to enforce the law or defend it. That's just not up to the courts to allow or states to intervene and do all this other stuff. And for this example, I think to myself, this is crazy, man. You, you've you got a, a, a guy in the White House and his homeland, um, his homeland secretary who have clearly – taken a different approach to the enforcement of the border than the administration prior. And that difference has led to this swarming of people across the border and, and all these other things. And they've blessed off on a bunch. Um, the part I, I don't get is what then are we supposed to do other than just change out the president? And that's why I think this is going to end up becoming the number one issue in the campaign. But for those people who continue to crush the Supreme court over this, Think about the alternative. If they were to say states are capable of enforcing their own international border, I want you to think of a worst case scenario, not the razor wire and that. But what's the worst thing a state could do 
and then interfere with the federal government's ability to do something. Could the yeah. federal government, for instance, have a treaty, even one you hate, like NAFTA, and the state can step in and say, no, we don't agree. Yeah. We're going to actually treat those uh, commercial vehicles differently. You'd say, well, that's crazy. But we're in a, I don't know, we're in a post-law world here. I mean, this is the Texas, I'm going to read this to you. This is the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton yeah. the, on the one Twitter that's under, yesterday. Uh, the one that's still under um, charges, right? I can't, I can't yeah. remember. I thought yes, he got he acquitted is. of stuff. No, he got acquitted in the House. He is still under criminal charges. So, oh, yeah. It know. says the Supreme Court's temporary order allows Biden to continue his illegal effort to aid the foreign invasion of America. The destruction of Texas borders barriers will not help enforce the law or keep American citizens safe. The fight is not over, and I look forward to defending our state sovereignty. Everything in there is okay with me, except for the part about Biden continuing his illegal effort to aid the foreign invasion of America. Do I think that he is far more permissive on legal and illegal immigration than Trump is? A hundred percent I do. But this idea that he's aiding a foreign invasion, it's, it's that kind of toxic language that gins up the base but does nothing for a potential resolution of this, whether it's to, to go down the road that Billy described or anything else. It's just th th this whole thing is going to come to a head here in the ballots in November. And if Trump wins, I think it'll be a combination of things, including probably the perception that Biden just can't cut it anymore. But it's going to come down to this border thing. This thing is crazy. You, you've, got the, you've got the governor now coming out on social media, and demanding that D.C. take action. And the question that I posed, which, of course, will go unanswered to by the governor's comms people, is do you support Denver calling itself a sanctuary city when it clearly can't afford to be a sanctuary city? That's and good. is Colorado a sanctuary state? That's a, that is a really strong message. The affordability of being a sanctuary city and or state. That is a really strong message. And I like you highlighting Paxton's message because he showed exactly the weakness that I was outlining, um, coming in and describing it as an invasion, um, as if it is some sort of adversary that is coming across the border. The problem is, and we've seen those migrant caravans, the problem is you're going to have to show me another time in history where the invaders were pushing strollers. Please show me. Now, understand the idea of, oh, they're using the babies to come, and then they bring the babies back. I, okay. But again, some of those are actual real babies, and some of those are actual families and mothers and daughters. I, I have a hard time looking at that march here and classifying that as an invasion. Are they coming here? Is it an impact on the country? Yes. I disagree with the word invasion, and that's where I think you're going to lose the argument because there are going to be people that don't look at that as a, quote, invasion the same aggressive way that some on the conservative side are and yeah, in, if they would make if they make the economic like yeah. a military effort absolutely right? absolutely and, yeah. and your economic argument that you just made about the sanctuary cities is the same economic argument that i talked about that's the immigration argument that we are having problem in the city we can't pay for the stuff we can't get your free you know uh Pre-K, we can't get your free kindergarten. We can't get this. We can't put air conditioning into our schools. Your health care. We can't do this. Yes, we can't do this because we're paying for these immigrants. Uh, you know whether or not they're asylum seekers or illegal. That is a strain on resources, and that's why you are having the financial difficulties you're having right now. Not because they're bad people, but because of the strain on the system. That's the message that wins. That's the winning message. Stop describing them as an invasion force. That's not a winning message. 
I not going to yeah, work. I, I listen, it's to, not going to work. Have the, the, the trespassers, have they trespassed, broken in? I'm happy to use all that language. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. yeah. I just th- to make it this sort of military thing, and we've heightened everything. Everything now is treason, traitor, invasion. It's like, please, just take, take a chill pill, man. These are real problems that, that are confronting Americans. But elevating everything to a place where there is no alternative other than the use of physical force, because that's what those terms connote. When you hear these people say, hang Biden and all that, everything has to come down to a kinetic response like that. And it's it's making me crazy. One other quick thing, because I know we're running late here. Uh, uh, Polis issued a proclamation yesterday cheering on abortion. But uh, he declared yesterday to be Reproductive Rights Day. And yet it occurs to me. That it isn't about the right to reproduce. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> That's a good point. That, yeah. That that part, I think we got that down. Yeah. Uh, it feels like it's something else that we're cheering on. And, and so now we've got abortion in this proclamation. That's clever. And we can like talk that. about this later. I like that. We've the way they've the identified the language. That's clever. That is very clever. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. some, and there's some hate got, to be made there. Yeah, nicely done. Oh my goodness. Well, and they're gonna they're gonna now try to enshrine in the Constitution just like we predicted a long time ago. Um, the the right to abort a baby um, up through their sophomore year of college or whatever it is. It's something like that. Which, uh, no death penalty, but no, you can abort I, a kid yeah, up I, through I might have considered that in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I think you're also going to ultimately be allowed to abort a parent. Yes. yes. It'll be a new my, asterisk with euthanasia. My kids have thought about that, too. In fact, they have a plan. <laughs> I found Because it abortion is so, yes. it's so good and lovely, and it, it's all about health care. That will become the new term. We're going to replace the death penalty with abortion. Society is aborting a member in their 200th yes. trimester. Yes. Or exactly. I like that. <laughs> I don't even know what that adds up to, but that's an old person. Uh, Hey, listen, let's do this. Let's cut away for a break. We'll come back. uh, We'll do the good stuff. That's the Thorpe Report, and then the You Choose the News. And then heads up, folks, we've got some good guests coming on board. Uh, 7 o'clock, we got Mike Lynch, uh, representative. 8 o'clock, Kent Theory, former CEO of DeVita. And 9 o'clock, a guy named Dustin Zvonik, Aurora City Council member. All great topics you're going to want to stick around for. It's George Brockler, 710 KNUS. George Brocker back with you here, 710 KNUS. Banner's got to come to an end because it's the good stuff. It's the Thorpe Report with Billy Thorpe. Yes, sir. It is the Thorpe Report, sponsored proudly by Lair Fireplace and Patio. Go and check them out. They have absolutely wonderful sales going on right now. Some really cool stuff. Now, they always tell you, you know, you buy a convertible in the winter. Also, now is a really, really good time to buy a grill. If you're looking at replacing it, you can get thousands of dollars off and cash back. Yeah, if you go. Yeah, Lair Fireplace and Patio. Go check it out. They've also got some wonderful stuff inside your home as well, so... Um, yeah, appreciate them helping us out here. Now, again, today, 50 degrees is going to be our high. Overnight lows of 27, 47, 48. The next couple of days before we drop down into the low, low 40s on Friday, possible snow showers and are rising back up into the 50s uh, for the weekend. A man wearing a bulletproof vest climbed into a fire truck before engaging in a shootout with police outside a Windsor Hotel earlier this month, according to the Loveland Police Department. <laughs> 39-year-old Damian Jackson of Colorado Springs faces attempted murder charges and other charges in connection with his little adventure. Yes. A woman was sentenced on Friday after pleading guilty to two felony counts in connection with a 2022 carjacking attempt that left a 21-year-old woman dead. The 25-year-old is going to get 15 years in prison, pleaded guilty to one count of, uh, you know, attempted aggravated robbery and some other stuff. Um, Multiple reports of sextortion uh, schemes targeting Aurora students have been reported to school officers. Uh, First report of the sextortion scheme targeting students at eight different Aurora area schools was reported on January 16th to a school resource officer. So they're now investigating 
a uh, again, don't send naked pictures to people. I mean, just that we shouldn't. You know, How many times saying. do you have to repeat that? And by the way, Billy, if yeah, if they had cell phones when we were kids, oh. I mean, I yeah, I'd be. When all of my inappropriate pictures had to be on yes. Polaroids, you knew that they had a shelf life. Exactly. They were going to degrade over time. Yes, there's oh yeah, there's so many things. I have a friend that is like he's like I would never have achieved what I have in life if anybody had any pictures of what I did. My God, a teenager. if things could be recorded that I said or did, like, oh, yeah. every morning. Oh, Wait, exactly. Like here. <laughs> like here. It. Yes. Ah, crap. Uh, there goes our clever plan. Uh, Colorado's mm-hmm. uh, top Republican narrowly survived a vote of no conference yesterday. We'll have him on here in just a little bit. Mike Lynch is going to chat with us about that. Aurora City Council voted on Monday to approve the purchase of the Crown Plaza Hotel off of I-70 in Chambers. They're going to use it to address homelessness. Uh, the vote was 7-3. to three. And the Array County Sheriff's Office on Monday identified the man who stole nearly all the copies of the Array County Plain Dealer the oh, same yeah, yeah, day yeah. the paper published Great a story, story about alleged rapes that occurred at the police chief's home. They have identified Paul Choate as the man that took all the papers. So that's it. That's all I got. Serge, back to you. Buddy, that's great timing. Let's cut away. Hopefully you've got um, no time at all to put together the rest of the You Choose the News. Let's stick around for that. It's George Brockler on The George Show, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. No time to lose. Got to get it to Billy for you choose the really important information. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Yes, it is that time of the morning where got to do this really fast. Yes, funny, funny, stupid stories, stupid, stupid headlines. Uh, they don't know we're doing this. So, <laughs> sh- okay. All righty, sir. Here we go. You choose the news. Headline number one. Maybe she's an Anna Kendrick fan. Headline number two. Middle school is vampire friendly. Headline number three. New fashion trend or medical emergency. And headline number four. Turns out those things actually work. Your choice, Vampires, baby. Yes, this middle school is now vampire-friendly. The Southern Alliance Middle School in Graham, North Carolina, no relation to uh, Georgia's son, is taking a drastic... What? Who's in middle school? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here's the idea. But he's in Graham, North Carolina. See, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're taking drastic drastic measures to make sure the kids do no longer record videos for the tickety-talks. They are now removing all of the mirrors in the restrooms. (laughs) <laughs> yes, because all the kids, I guess, are standing in front of the mirrors and doing that. So, again, very vampire-friendly. But uh, yeah. they say not as many as the bathrooms will get the kids out of it. Yeah. So, so, yeah, they're taking out all the mirrors. Uh, all righty, next choice. Uh, maybe she's an Anna Kendrick fan, new fashion trend or medical emergency. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anna Kendrick for sure. Maybe she's an Anna Kendrick fan. This is crazy. Recently, a woman was arrested for having some Stanley stainless steel drinking cups in her car. Normally not a big <laughs> deal, except she stole 60 <laughs> Five of them. Now, they are a hot thing right now, so she had $2,500 worth of Stanley Cups in her car that she had stolen. 2500 And again, if you get Look, the reference, Anna for, Kendrick. For normal, people, yeah, for normal people that don't do the Stanley Cup thing, yeah. 65 cups should be about $65. Exactly. <laughs> it's like $2,500. And again, uh, shout out to those of you that knew Anna Kendrick did the song Cups, which was from Pitch Perfect. Boom. All right. Final choice, sir. New fashion trend or med- medical emergency, or turns out those things actually work. Turns out those things actually work. Yeah, Florida man discovered that turns out those things actually work. A construction company recently bought some security cameras valued at about $355 to keep watch on their property they were working on. That's according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office. But recently, while reviewing the footage, the company caught a clear image of a man who stole their cameras. Yes, one night a Florida man, again, Florida man, came up to the security cameras, 
stole the security oh, cameras, but left the footage and the recording <laughs> devices behind. We don't catch Be- the yeah, smart one. Because, of course, we did. Don't. So, yeah. So they discovered <laughs> it. They were able to identify him, and the man's photo has been released to law enforcement. They're looking for him. But, again, I mean, like, literally, it is his face is right in the frame. You couldn't have a clear picture if he planned it. Oh, that's all I got, sir. Back to you. You got 20 seconds. Buddy, that's magical. Hey, listen, uh, when we come back, one of the news stories Billy uh, talked about was assistant, or I'm sorry, was minority leader Mike Lynch. We're going to talk with him about everything going on with him in the Capitol when we come back. Stick around. George Brockler, 710 KNUS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 